Oh, we're good, man. We are good. Nice. How, the holiday season is yeah. upon us. But you know, uh, you know what I'm really, and I got a taste for. What do you got a taste for? Some eggnog. Why? I don't think. But I not like. any, just any eggnog. Okay, you know, like eggnog normally comes in like the little carton. Uh huh. Right, and uh-huh. it's like thick. You ever had? Eggnog before? Uh, yeah, it's not my favorite. It's not? No. Do you like eggnog, Jesse? I like it. Okay, but you had no. like the regular, you know, Walmart, regular eggnog. Like not the Walmart. Well, wh- where do you get yours from? <laughs> where do you get yours from? I, I don't know. The store. What's okay. your favorite store? Marcus, my point is that it's typically <laughs> thick. It's like a thick texture. Okay? Right, yeah. But the eggnog that I'm, I want is uh, Whole Foods. Go to Whole Foods. It's in a glass, like, bottle like the old-fashioned you gotta bring some next time I, next you know, I show really do. i really there's do. a whole foods like five minutes from here guys. There you know, is. And, and let's go plan, now we, we go there was to actually, go after this actually oh okay oh there you go so should have gone there before I this know, yeah, yeah, for like, all of us to have on air uh, yeah yeah that'd be the good so they could uh i don't want any though so, so. whipped cream you would love it though yo. well you like almond milk? You should try uh, it. It's okay. okay. Almond milk's not my favorite. I just like regular milk, cow's milk. Mm. We can make these people jealous if we had it on air. Oh, the Instagram? All yeah. the no people that are watching us? Right. These they, people they, they or those they people. They coming. They coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. The, the, they'll be here. <laughs> They're just a little late to the party. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. So They're yeah, coming. But, you know, eggnog with some cinnamon, <laughs> some whipped cream. Oh, you're in the holiday spirit. Yeah, that sounds you know. good. So, yeah, man. Today is December... Ninth. 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 And it's snowing. 2017. It's snowing in Baltimore, Maryland at TMJ Studios. I know. Let me look out here. We got... We, we should have gave them... We, we should have gave them a glimpse of it. Holiday spirits here. We, we, got an inch, we got an inch of snow out there, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's coming down hard for Maryland. <laughs> yeah, we're probably going to get a little more. Probably another inch or two. I'm yeah. excited for that. I got work today, and I have to get there safely, but I am excited for it. What car did you bring? You got the Prius. The Prius. Why'd you bring the Prius? Is that's that good? that's Is that all good? we have. You have the van. Oh, well, yeah, but no, we don't use that no more. <laughs> Why? We don't use well, that no well, more. Well, it, it's about to be turned in. Oh. Like, yeah. Cause, let me get it, yo. You need it? Yeah. Boom. It's like man. falling apart, but you, I mean, maybe. Okay. We'll talk, we'll we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about <laughs> it. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah. So, uh, what's up? What's up? <laughs> man, man, I'm glad what? we were back. And we had the uh, the Thanksgiving break that kind of got us out of our rhythm. Yeah. It yeah. did get us out of our rhythm. But we're back, and um, I-, I had a great Thanksgiving. Me uh, too. Spent it with oh the Oh my fam. gosh, we didn't even talk about that. I know, because we had our, so long our Thanksgiving roundtable, which I posted a few days after Thanksgiving. I apologize. But uh, we got it up. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about Thanksgiving. Right. What'd you do for Thanksgiving? Or no, Jesse, what'd you do for your gathering? You don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we 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 uh, we uh, we did a good thing. So I went to my aunt's house for um, her, uh, and we just had dinner. Basically, I ate so much food. I was so mad at myself. You know, mm. like Thanksgiving is not a good reason to just Gorge eat yourself. way too much. Right. Yeah, it's not a good reason. So I was mad at myself about that. And then a couple of days later, I went up to Connecticut with my family. My entire family, my entire direct family, and uh, we celebrated my um, my grandmother's sister. So my great aunt, I guess. <laughs> yeah, my great aunt's hundredth birthday. Oh, Whoa. so that's I know that's crazy. I know, right? But it was really cool because I got to see a bunch of my family. 
a bunch of my cousins were there. I've been reconnecting with some people that I haven't spoken to in years. I talked to one of them on the phone just the other day. So I'm really excited. That's and, always uh, good. We had a great time. Um, and I, I realized how much I have in common with them, how smart they are, and how much I can really pick their brain. Yeah. Cool. So I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It No, so it was real good. Thanks. Well, the gathering day was nice, <laughs> and and, and then the, uh, you know, the the couple of days after that, you know, it was crazy because we drove five hours to get there, hung out for three hours, and then drove five hours home. Okay. Like we did it all in one day, but it was totally worth it. So, um, yeah, glad it happened. Mm. Glad uh, glad we're back here. Glad to see you both. Thanks. Um, yeah, and so I, I'm doing good. I'm I'm riding high right now. Nice. So cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys do any Black Friday shopping? Any <laughs> I don't participate. I, I boycott Black Friday. Of course you do. Yes. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's just a capitalist scheme to, yeah. you know, yeah. What's no. the difference than any other day? They just The a, deals are not even that good. Right. Well, they do the deals like all week pretty much. So it's kind of pointless to go yeah. out. But we did it. Pretty oh, nice. you did? Pretty and I did it. Because she had to work the next uh, night. What did so. you get? Uh, What did we get? I don't know. We got some toys for my nephew and niece, stuff like that. Mm. That was on. It was a good sale. So oh, it was. It's pretty good. It was like fifty yeah. percent off, but it was probably that all week online. So it was pretty much a waste of time. But it was. It's fun to go <laughs> yeah. out with the, with the crazy people. We saw one person driving down the wrong side of the road. Gee, oh that was my. kind of exciting. <laughs> I was that person. No, it wasn't. Me. Wow, <laughs> it was not me. <laughs> kind of like that. Kind of reminds me when I saw this guy drive on the light rail tracks and get oh, stuck, yeah. delayed our trains. Mm. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. But um, Baltimore. J- yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> he had a Texas plate, though. Apparently. What? But yeah, so maybe he well, I think wasn't from. Pretty clearly didn't know where where he was going. So. Yeah. So, but um, the other thing about that. So, so were there a lot of crazy people out? No, it wasn't really crazy. It was just the stores were packed. We went into Target, and that was like insanity. Uh, yeah, I I would not be able to take that, man. I mean, it, it would just irritate me so much waiting in line for six hours. And no, then, we didn't do that. We well, you know what I'm hours. saying. Just waiting in line forever and all the people you're bumping into. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like people for the most part, but being around them like that when their minds are just totally consumed on getting this item before <laughs> yeah. other people get right. it. You know, nah, I can't do that. Is there so. anything you would stand in line for? Any product? Anything? Not, no. not that I. Maybe a book. You know. Oh my God! What? what Are you like ninety-five years old? No, I like <laughs> I like to stand in line for that book. True, true. Yeah. I would. I, you could order a book online. We have a. My yeah. girlfriend's chiming I, in. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> our fourth host. She says and claims she's not on the podcast, but she acts like she is. She's so, like a producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she <laughs> is. She is like a producer. Yeah. You're right. Cool. All right, guys. Cool. So well, we got um, some topics. Some topics. Do you want to run down the topics? Want me I to mean, run down the topics? So we actually have topics. We today? have topics. Non-Thanksgiving topics. Topics. Yeah. yeah, topics. We're talking about topics. All right, AI. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got, got it. it. Right, well right. done. Okay. <laughs> I was late. <laughs> yeah. It didn't really fit, but but it worked. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. how I said it, I think kind of communicated whatever. Yeah. So um, the one topic <sighs> we're going to get into is. United States now recognizing and moving uh, the embassy to uh, Israel. In Jerusalem. To Jerusalem, I'm sorry. Yep. Jerusalem, which is in Israel. So um, that well, has a lot of, I would say, like 
immediate ramification, Definitely. positive and negative. Um, but um, and that's the second um topic we have is we're gonna talk about this video that went viral last week, um, and it was called "I'm Not Racist" by Joyner Lucas. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was it was um, it sparked a lot of debate and reaction. And we're going to just kind of give us, you guys, our opinion. And the third topic, Jesse? The monument. Uh, yeah, we're going to uh, talk about Bears Ears, um, the monument in uh, Utah. Utah. Right. That so Obama that? had, like, it was like 1.2 million acres, had protected, and now the Trump administration is going to scale that back to, I think, 200,000 acres, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, so it's a big It's a deal. big story. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> Jesse's gonna carry us on that one because we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, Brianna's gonna jump so, on yeah, and talk yeah. about she'll, that. Then. She'll take she'll take our spots. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, cool. so let's start with the uh, Jordan let's, Lucas. Let's get it I'm going. Oh, oh, we're starting I'm, with. I'm not oh, racist oh, first. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta start on the right side of the page. Oh, man. What is no, the right it's side? Okay, so. It's okay. Yeah, it's true. All right, let's kick it off. Yeah, let's get started. So we want to let you guys know that this is uh, this is gory, okay? This, you know, hide you know hide the children, okay? You don't want the kids to hear this, okay? So am I playing some of the music yeah, video? Play it. We're gonna play it and we're gonna stop and um, just kind of go piece by piece, okay? All right, let me turn. We, are we going through the whole thing? You know what? Why not? We got the time. It's our okay. podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll pause it when you guys want me to stop. Yeah, I'll just hop in. Let me know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Respect, I don't have pity for you black niggas. That's the way I feel. Scoot All right, time out. So, just well, give you guys the yeah, listeners. We gotta give a little yeah, context. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. this guy right here in the video is a white guy with a Make America Great Again hat. Mm-hmm. Red hat, big, you know, husky. Burly uh, guy, yeah. Yeah. Stereotypical, uh, you know, Donald Trump supporter. All right. And he basically is, says he has no pity. Roll it. Rather be deadbeats than pay your bills. Yell a nigga this, a nigga that. Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react. You wanna swing at me and call me racist cause I ain't black. Alright. Okay, so, so loaded. Yeah, let, let, let's just give a, a little context. So in the video, it's a white guy saying the verse. Or it looks Correct. like a white guy saying the verse. But it was written by a black artist. Right. Who is the one singing the the lyrics. Correct. Is the one singing the lyrics and even for the black guy in the video, it's a different black... The black guy in the video is just an actor. Correct. In place of the real artist. Right. The right. real artist does not make an appearance in the video. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, with that being said, um, yeah, we can move forward. Yeah, yeah but I also want to get you guys points on what he just said. You know, um, I found myself in the beginning of this rap, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was like, ugh. You know, making a good point there, you know, making a good point there, you know. But as we continue to listen, we'll put everything in perspective. Um, um, me as a black person, um, I'm proud of being black, but I don't like when black people say the N-word with a, you know. I would hope in an ideal world, um, you know, that the word the N-word would be like going to the airport and saying bomb. You just mm-hmm. don't do it, you know. Yeah. Um and it shouldn't be a double standard, you know, regardless, you know, of who and what. 
So, yeah, roll it. Well, and I had a question well, to you real yeah. quick. Is because, okay, I'm not in the black community. Obviously, I'm a white guy. I'm very white. And uh, I don't get involved with, I don't talk to a lot of black people, honestly. So, Marcus, from your perspective, mm-hmm. you know, do, is, is your viewpoint on it common? Do you hear that a lot that black guys, like, I don't say the N word or it's like whatever? I think because, I think black people, I feel like, I guess, are tired of taking the higher the high road you know mm-hmm. and they're like you know you created the word to oppress me you know so i want to take back the word and uh change it and add value to it mm-hmm. and i feel like it's a word that you really can't add value to because it was never created to to greet anyone right. in a positive way but never to encourage anyone you know it's strangely had it rolls off the tongue well you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, just like curse words, you know. So, but we know there's a time and place to say those things, you know. And we typically don't want to say them, at least for my on my end, you mm-hmm. know. But I just feel like when I say black people who say it are just kind of tired of just saying, you know what, you're telling me what I can do, what I can't do. They want to sort of, we want to uh, sort of take back some type of control, and you know, you know, yeah, take some control back for sure. Okay, so get back to the video, Jess. You got well, hold on. Say? So, just a quick question. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I mean, so you don't think that a white person saying the word and a black person saying the word is the exact same thing? It's though, not do the exact you? same thing. But I feel like if you want respect, you know, then you have to respect yourself. You know, right. you can't really, you can't really switch it and say it's not. For example, uh, it, for me, I think it's similar in the LGBT community. A long time ago. The word queer was right. not something you would say, you know, mm-hmm. but now they embrace the word queer. Now, it's I not feel the like same. it's not the same, no. but you breathe, you keep the, the narrative alive and breathe in to people who are ignorant, you know, and they still want to use it. And later in the song, he even says, when I use it, I use it to greet my my brothers. When you use it, it's an it's a under, you know, undermining tone, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like why even go there if you know that, you know? Just eradicate it, and that way it won't even be something that you have to even peep or protect yourself or, you know, discern, you know? So, for me, I, it's easier for me to just not even say it. Right. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, and I'm not, you know, there's obviously a lot more to this song, so I'm not trying yeah, to yeah, get yeah, boiled yeah. down into a big conversation yeah, about yeah, the yeah. N-word. Right. But um, with that being the case, I mean, I just... Uh, I mean, I think it's a perfectly fine opinion, you know, obviously to have yeah. um, that you think black people shouldn't say it. Obviously, you know, I don't think it's my place to really weigh in on that conversation. Well, I mean, you know, what, but, what did that really mean? Huh? Like, when it, what did that really even mean when it comes to when white people, my friends, you guys uh, are, are white, are Caucasian, and you guys say it's not my place or I've never been... Uh, I'm not in the black communities who I can't say such and such. It's really about right and wrong, which morally right. You know, it's not really about culturally, you know, what's 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 your place and what's not your place. Yeah, but I think it's in this way it is similar to what you said about you know in the gay community using the Q word or whatever. Like I'm not in the gay community, so I don't say that because I feel like that's offensive. I'm not in the black community, so I can't use the N word because you know it's offensive though. That I know mean, it's a, that's being right and wrong. That's a right or wrong. But it doesn't. Well, it, not, not, not it's not offensive. It, like it doesn't offend me because it's not part of like, I, you know what? I don't know. It is uh, offensive. It, 
it offends me that you would say that to somebody who may be gay because you're not being, yeah. you're not being nice. I mean, I get how right. it's offensive, and I, that's why I just stay clear of it altogether because it might possibly offend somebody. But right, you know, I don't know. I've just never never thought that was okay to say. Jesse, you might have a better answer than I, that. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that there are. My take on it is it is a different word when black people say it and when white people say it. You're right. I think it's a different word. Um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, you could make an argument, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's a different word. So okay, I th- you're, you're right. I, yeah, I'm, right. I'm, you're so, right, but there's time where black people say the word, you know, with an A, out of anger to another black that's person. That's true. And yeah, that's yeah. really... When black people came to America, they were basically, you know, taught by white people. You know, you got to do this. You got to be like this. And they said these things. And through over time, you sort of like pick up on the culture and the attitude and the, you know, it's like, oh, master, you like my father, you know. So just because you may be changing it, you're basically doing what you were taught to say and demonize and to belittle someone else who is your same race, but switching it with an A under the veneer of it's different. You're basically doing what your father taught you, you know? Well, I think the je- the reason, like, even the, the fact that Jesse and I are having kind of a difficult time articulating why we think it's different mm. sort of explains it in and of itself is, yeah. it just is. It's That's just how it is. I, c- I don't think I can really explain why it's okay for one race to say it and not it's the not, other. I'm, I'm saying it's not. Right. I get that. But I, to me, it's like, that's that's their culture and... That's just how it is. I don't know. I don't know if I can think of a reason why I could say it's okay, but I don't know. I just kind of, I've left it alone. That's how it is. Yeah. You know, and if they're comfortable with it, they're comfortable with it. It doesn't affect me. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't affect you. But I feel like it affects all of us in a sense where uh, how do we move on from something that it's clearly not progressing, you know? It's It's not a progressive word. Yeah, I can understand that. I, I can understand that. It goes back to the point where you were saying where, obviously, when a white guy is saying it, it's got vitriol behind it and it's mm. trying to hurt. Whereas when a black guy is saying it to another black guy, at least ninety nine percent of the time, it's like camaraderie, like yeah. friends. And you have people right. who are not even black sometimes, like Latino, you know, right. saying it's like, yeah. well, yeah. what what is your reason? Right. You know, <laughs> just you're, because you're a person of color. Nah. Mm-hmm. You but know then what it's mean? like, then you see, yeah, they're Asian. Asian people do yeah. it. I've seen I Asian black kids. So yeah, right, right. Yeah, that I would. Where the rule come in? Well, know? there's yeah. I mean, the, I mean. So I I guess my only point on that is that like, you know, just because you don't have an exact line of where, you know, doesn't mean that it necessarily means needs to be a line or dismissed entirely, I guess. I I don't know. I mean, Hmm. I, I see, I see what you're saying and. It's, I mean, you but get I, I mean, when you don't yeah, have a line, you know. Yeah, and, and the point that you said was, you were talking about when black people say it in a derogatory way. Yeah. But what about when they say it in a non-derogatory way? Now, maybe you might think that it's impossible to say the word without having some negative connotations associated with it. But I, I think that not a lot of you, not when you say it, but it's like when you say it. A big explosion happened, like evolution, mm-hmm. boom, slavery, and then you, it goes away. You know, so it's like kind of. I mean, what I can say about it though is, I think that the discussion whether black people are shader, should say it or not is that is something for the black community to deal with. But as far as mm-hmm. white people say, 
You don't get to say it. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. It's like, that's we can pretty, agree with that. That's pretty yeah. cut and dry. Right. Yeah. Don't say it. Right. All right. So I'm going to keep going yeah, with the yeah, video. Yeah, All right. Yeah. up so we can kind of because it's kind of hard to yeah. keep track of all of it um let me see the thing that i kind of wanted to point out was mm -hmm. so a big thing that i hear a lot of people talk about uh not i don't know if a lot of people but he says he says talking about slavery like you was around back then like you was picking cotton off the effing ground back then like you was on the plantation getting down back then and that's like what a lot of people say is like you weren't actually the slave so why do you get to complain about it still yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah and i think that's just a it's like a really ignorant statement to make it's like obviously mm. i think i'm pretty sure all black people know that <laughs> they weren't the ones actually in the field doing this stuff but it laid the groundwork for the system we have now where black people are viewed as less than white people well it's an argument against an argument that doesn't really exist you know, that's I mean, true. I mean, no, no black people say like, oh, I've you got know, it as my, bad as my forefathers. I'm not, or, you know, or, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, no black people say like, well, my ancestors were enslaved, so I shouldn't have to work or I shouldn't right, have right, to. Right. No one says that, you know, so, um, yeah, yeah that, that's the one point about that. I mean, it's it's, you know, uh, you have to fabricate things, you know, like it to be a race, you know, to subscribe to racist ide ideology you have to fabricate things you have to um believe that things are being said and exist that don't actually happen right. you know to justify how you feel about stuff right so and so then the other big line in there is well the i guess part of the verse is and i work my ass off and i pay my taxes for what so you can keep living off free government assistance food stamps for your children but you're still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor or a fucking babysitter yeah, you know, he talks about, you know, uh, food stamps and all that type of stuff. Now, if I remember, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, um, there are more white people in America. On food stamps. Right. Mm -hmm. Than black people. So yep. I don't know how the narrative became that black people are on food stamp more and they're, like, dependent on it. You know, and statistically, there are more white people on food stamp than black right. people. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't understand that, how white people or anybody could say that black people are abusing their system there i mean well, there the, are but there are white people doing the same thing that's right. the whole point about fabricating like the truth like you know to, i mean you have to come up with these kind of justifications and logical leaps to mm -hmm. justify you know um cutting programs to justify tax cuts for rich people right. you know to justify everything that feeds into this you know capitalist system that we live in yeah well and the whole thing is that like people are people that are on these systems are aware that there are people that abuse the systems but there's so many more people that l genuinely need the system and the the programs to help them get by every day than there are people that are abusing it and i think it y you can't like proliferate that kind of a a lie mm -hmm. um you know like every government program there's bloat and there's there's ways it could be fixed 
you could focus on fixing them rather than like trying to eliminate them and say they're pointless because some people f with them anyway. Yeah. So so I'm I'm just thinking. Do you think we should take kind of a a broader kind of discussion about this rather than kind of going line by line here? I mean, I uh, think we should. We can do just keep broad, going. Yeah, keep going. Go okay. Broad, okay. Yeah. We were a minute in. It's it's a seven minute video, but the the music part part like six we'll minutes. We'll skip some. Yeah. Okay. We'll go back to the video now. You already late. You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight. Wait. It's like you're proud to be fake, but you lazy as fuck, and you rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight, and then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate. Fuck out of my face. Can't escape problems. You can pray for some change, but can't break a dollar. Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. He fucked the world with a Make America Great condom. My boy's been back. I'm not racist. My sister's boyfriend's black. I'm not racist. My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black. That's like the typical, we know, that's like the typical thing that people who are not black say to validate that they're not racist. You know? mm-hmm. And that's like, wow. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is a common thing. It's like I'm not. I can't be racist. I know this guy, and like he's fine. Right. So I, I have LeBron on my fantasy team. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're right. You're right. And it doesn't make anything you say okay right. just because you know black people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else you want to add in that verse? Yeah. No. Um. All right. Let me get back to it. My head's in the cloud. Heard it's not enough jobs for all the men in your house. Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Maybe we should send them all to the ghetto for now. I'm not racist. And I never lie, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I worship the Einsteins, study the Steve Jobs, but you ride Tupac's dick like he was a fucking god. Oh, my God. And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet. And that's the nigga within you. Music right in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you let your kids listen and then the cycle continues. Blame it all on the menu. Blame it on those drinks. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on white privileges. Blame it on white kids and just blame it on white citizens. Aim it the vice president. <coughs> Watch your class clowns. Niggas kneeling on the field. That's a flag down. How dare you try to make demands for this money. You gonna show us some respect. You gonna stand for this country, nigga. All right, pause it. So we just want to let you guys know that this is a black rapper speaking in place of the white guy. He wants to give us an, uh, uh, you know, foreshadowing the idea of what generally uh, people on the far extreme right are saying about why black people are lazy, et cetera, et cetera. So when he said the ER, you know, when I was like, whoa, I didn't know this at the time that, um, you know, it was a black guy rapping. I thought it was him. You know, so I was like, really, like, who are you, and who are, who are you to say all that you're saying? You know, mm-hmm. you could probably say there's points here and points there on his on his part, but it's not for him to say. You know, it's not for him to like. It's not his place. You know, so when me when when I when I uh, found out that it was actually a black rapper speaking on the behalf of you know just trying to give an idea on the uh, the white guy's side, it it. It kind of helped me a lot, but I, it, it just shook me a little bit because just to hear that, you know, and, you know, I never experienced that ever, you know, so. One line in here that I think is, it, it, like, makes no sense. The guy, he's talking about, you know, what cultures, who people look up to, and he goes, I worship the Einstein, study the Steve Jobs, but you ride Tupac's mm. dick like he was a fucking god. I was just going to talk about that. Like, that's so not true. The fact right. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's so many right. people all across the board that like both of these types of people, like, and... If you want to say like far right people or or white people whatever look up to Einstein and Steve Jobs but they don't look up to Tupac, 
Like some of the white people that people or some of the people that white people look up to are just as big pieces and, of shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, as anybody exactly. else. Right. right. Yeah. So that's that's an insane. Well, but uh, what are you gonna say? Well, yeah. I mean, we, who do I mean? People admire who like Miley Cyrus and like Taylor Swift. And, I mean, all these. I guess Beyonce, like a lot of white people, look up to Beyonce. You know. Yeah. Like I mean, now I'm not saying she's a bad person. Um. But yeah, I mean, we live in this celebrity worship culture. No, you know, nobody really like has a deep admiration in the U.S. for Confucius. Like, no white people have right. a deep admiration for Confucius mm. or, or you know, or Buddha. You know, like, or you know, other real the intellectual, um, yeah, intellectual figures. Right? Yeah. yeah, we just look at like this celebrity athletes and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, I mean, and. and like I mean, there are a lot of good black figures that black people look up to: Martin Luther King, and Malcolm white- X, Marcus Gar. You know, like, um, and these are all admirable people. You know, right. and Barack Obama. You know, like, yeah. I yeah, mean, so. I, I guess the song is kind of taking it down to a simplistic like white versus black matter, mm-hmm. and obviously that's not how real people really think. Uh, there's black and white people that black and white people all, you know, not worship. That's not the right word, but look up to. Um, so it's a little bit of a simplistic view that I don't think even people on the far right are like, oh, yeah, we all look up to Einstein and no. Steve Jobs. Well, they don't think that, but I do think that people on the right echo are, I've heard Bill O'Reilly make arguments about how, you know, black people don't have any role model, not, uh, or uh, not role models, but like leader, like uh, leaders in their community or uh, public figures, you know, or something like that. Like they've definitely made arguments yeah. about that, and it's—I it, mean—it's complete, you know, complete nonsense. You know, they'll talk about oh, you know, black people look up to Snoop Dogg and look up to all the, you know, yeah. um, and, but and that is a, a serious line of attack that people buy into. You know, I mean, I mean that 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 they're not. I mean, the artist of this song is not just like. That's you not know, coming out of nowhere. Fabricating, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that is a a line of attack that, you know. Um, predominantly right wingers use mm. to to um, justify you know black culture being like not, inferior. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so all right, this is the last little bit of the white guys part here. Mm. I'm not racist. I'm just prepared for this type of war. I heard Eminem's rap at the awards. Who's he fighting for? Y'all can take that motherfucker too. He ain't white no more. It's like you want to be so famous. You'll do anything for attention and a little payment. I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers. Pants hanging off your ass. You ain't got no home training. Put your fucking pants up, nigga. Put that suit bag on. Take that do-rag off. Take that goat out your mouth. Quit the pitiful stuff. And then maybe police will stop killing you. Fuck you. What the fuck? I'm not racist. Yeah, we can pause that. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I am one to believe that, um, that you, you know, shouldn't be like sagging, you know, your pants. And yes, you shouldn't be judged based on your appearance that you just deemed a bad person. But I don't know, man. I just how I was raised and just in general, I just feel like um that's just something that you know, me personally, I wouldn't want <laughs> I don't want I don't want to do that. It's it's uncomfortable, number one, you know. <laughs> right. It's uncomfortable. <Just> functionally. <laughs> you know, um I can't run, I can't do nothing. Um but that 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 type of stuff comes from a lot of deep other stuff, you know, um you know, jail, right. um, you know, some would say like, like 
homosexuality and stuff like that. So, um, but that's not really the point. You know, the point is that, um, you know, you shouldn't be like deem demonized because you wear and you look a certain way because you have gold chains and you you like this type of stuff. Um, but it does a cor- is a correlation between those types of things and your action. It does. You got you you, you value vi- tangible things. You know, materialistic things. And maybe that's not necessarily um, the aura or the presentation you want. Everything is a presentation. You know, you you want to date a girl. You see her. She like oh, she looks very very attractive. You know, if she looks well put together. You were like wow. You know, I want to date her. If she looks, you know, kind of skimpy. You know, you. you you mean you might not judge her, but you're not gonna be like, I'm not gonna know. I'm gonna take her home. I don't know if I want to wife her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's okay to judge, but not to demonize when you judge. You know what I mean? Right. Because be, judging allows you to make a decision whether you want to be involved or not. But you shouldn't hurt somebody based on your perception of them, with, based on what they give you, spew out to you. So, um, so a black person who would want to wear that, I would say, yeah, you can do it, but you got to be ready for somebody who's ignorant who doesn't have that 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 perspective to say well i don't really like that i don't agree with that but i'm still going to treat you with decency you know right. what i mean and a lot of people don't do that you well know that's I mean? the problem is right you can like i can judge a person on appearance and be like all right you're not somebody i want to associate with but you can't judge them to the point where you're like i'm better than you right you know what i mean that's I agree. well what uh, that is even a, a step too far why? why why do you think you can look at someone and be like, oh, I don't really want to associate with. I, I mean, yeah, do you? You don't judge anybody by their cover. You have to talk to every I, single well, person. I, okay. I mean, I'm not saying I. I'm not saying they're I, a bad person. I don't person. do that to some extent, but I'm not saying they're a bad person. Yeah, right. I don't know no, if they're no, a bad person. Yeah, right. But it's also like I don't even want to invest the time to find out if you're a good person or not. There is. That's huh. that's on. If you want me to be honest. Yeah, I, I. I mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm uh, being honest with you too. I mean, well, it, does it, everything doesn't have to be um, like. You you got guns on you and you know like right you know right. and I'm well, like hey how are you that's you know an I mean? extreme like, case yeah you know what I mean? like you're on, you know you're on a corner you you, you got a, a swastika I mean yeah if you know, someone has I'm a like, swastika tattooed to like their arm that's, that's obvious yeah. that's that, very that's right, right, extreme right. but I'm saying right. like, there are times where you can look at it like well I feel that person aura you know what I mean like I'm just not digging it you know what I mean you don't have to say um, that's called we all have the ability to judge and to understand um, you know that's what that's what life is about you know so right. Um, but the key is not to do it to the point where you're hurting someone, right. you're demonizing them, and you you feel like you're inferior, you're right. better than them. You know. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. So I mean, the other the other thing is, and you kind of talked about it with the sagging, was like you know, it's another example of, and this is what I think the artist, um, Joyner Joyner Lucas is trying to highlight, is that just the irrational, you know, racism on behalf of this guy you know just i mean he i mean he's hating things that don't like hating someone for wearing a do-rag you know like that what that right. doesn't even there's no reason right. you know uh to to even have a problem with that there's no justification for that you know so mm-hmm. um yeah all right you want to get into the black guys yeah, uh, yeah, verse definitely. all right so, here we go yeah. what, what do you want to say uh, no no go ahead all right so again this is Again, it's going to be a black guy speaking, but it's the rapper. It's not the exact black guy in the video. So here we go. It's like we're living in the same building, but splitting the two floors. Wait a second. <laughs> this is still the white guy rapping. Hold on a second. The lyric site I have is wrong, so hold on. This is the white guy still. Racist, but 
There's two sides of every story. I wish that I knew yours. Now it's the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I knew yours. I'm not racist. I swear. With all disrespect, I don't really like you white motherfuckers. That's just where I'm at. Screaming all lives matter is a protest to my protest. What kind of shit is that? I agree with that. And that's one war you'll never win. The power in the word nigga is a different sin. We shouldn't say it, but we do. And that's just what it is. Like, that mean that so that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. You know, he admits, you know, that this is, a, is an error. But just because it's an error, I still should be able to do it. You know, and that's why I feel like. You know, one of the questions we all discussed earlier was, you know, he had, you know, he says sorry. He admits to the other, per, you know, the white guy point. So I felt like um, that was just, it kind of started out good. And then he just sort of admits and it's just kind of like, it messed it up for me in the beginning already. Yeah. So, I mean, one, one of the big problems with the response is that he's accepting the premise mm -hmm. that the white guy lays out right. instead of rejecting the premise completely. Correct. So he goes and tries to play on the white guy's turf, basically. Yeah. And um, instead of, like, saying no, you know, that turf is wrong entirely and presenting a new argument. So, um, you know, we all... You know, we all kind of feel that it's kind of a lackluster response. Yeah. We've been talking about that... Um, earlier so right. um yeah and the point i wanted to make because i brought it up to you guys before the podcast is about white fragility um is it something that's is this something that's like built into black cultures like we ha there is right for white fragility so we need to be like gentle about the topic of racism when we're breaking it to them or do you think that's something that's like added in afterwards it's like oh i don't know like where does that factor in do you think that was like a factor in the way this guy crafted it or do you think it's like built into his brain, like just the way he he makes things is it's already built in. Like that's how I, I think it's craft built stuff. in because just like it, the reason it's a proof because he gave you he gives you the uh, the example of him not using the n word. You you shouldn't do it, but I can do it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So like, you're basically doing what you were taught back mm -hmm. way back then. So it's brought it's uh it's uh it's built in from from the time slaves were brought here, you know, and they now we have an opportunity to talk about it. It's like, oh, oh, I don't really want to, you know, you know, be too brass, you know, about mm -hmm. how I feel. You know, I mean, you want to, you want to kind of give you leeway, you know, you want to give them a, you, you kind of right, you know. Right. That's why I say if you just eradicate the word, you eradicate those type of thinking, then you can be your own person. You can be your own culture instead of letting somebody who took your culture away sort of, you know, define it yeah so do you think uh, i know this is kind of going off on a tangent maybe we'll answer it later on so do you think that should be like scrapped like the whole white fragility thing like all right just ignore it and just tell them this is exactly how it is do you think that could help progress race relations or is that going to you know divide even further it would i think you need to be very blunt you know you should not sugarcoat anything you know yeah. because when you sugarcoat you're you're admitting that they have a a, a premise, you know, mm -hmm. admitting that they're right, <clears throat> they have a point, you know. If you just say flat out, this what this is what it is, and it's, what you're saying is not what it is, you know, you have to you have to understand me, right. you know. Then it'd be up to the white person to understand or to reject it, you know, instead of trying to come to a a middle ground, you know. 
Okay. A, a watered down. Oh, watered down yeah, middle right, ground. Right. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Back to it. That you can say it just because you got nigga friends. That word was originated for you to keep us under. And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other. And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under. And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically, that don't mean I'm not affected by the history. My grandmama was a slave. That shit gets to me. And you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga. I'm sorry, you can never fail my life. I'm trying to have faith, but I never feel all right. It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites, judging me by my skin color and my blackness. Trying to find a job, and ain't nobody call me back yet. Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet. You crackers ain't slick, this is all a part of your tactics. Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes. When I ain't making no dough, you think you know everything, but you don't. You wanna copy our slang and everything that we know. Try to steal black culture and make it your own. Whoa. Fuck, I'm exhausted. I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit. I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit. All you do is fall shit. This the shit that I'm false with. And you don't know shit about my people. That's what bothers you. You don't know about no fried chicken or no barbecue. You don't know about the two-step or no loose change. You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid. You don't know. And even though Barack was half as black, you hated President Obama. I know that's a fact. You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back. And then you gave us Donald Trump and I was paid back for that. I'm not racist. I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died, nigga, died, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly, and that's the cracker within you. Hatred all in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue. Blame it on Puerto Rico, blame it on OJ, blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on black niggas and blame it on black citizens. Aim at the black businesses. I ain't saying I'm innocent, but I might be any day now. Treating everybody how you want in any way how I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now And now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking plane now Shit You know I make a lot of sense but you just can't admit it When Eminem went against Trump that was the illest Cause even though he's white he let us know he's standing with us I'm not racist But I cry a lot You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot You don't know what it's like to mind your business and get stopped by the cops And I know if you about to die or not You worry about your life so you take mine I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes and we could change lives so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building, but splitting to both sides. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story, and now you know mine. So, yeah. And, and then make sure, you know, at some point we get around to talking about what they have. The end. A, a, at the end. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll get to that. Um, if either of you yeah, want to start um, talking about something he, in that. He, he brings up really good points about the systematic um, racism. Um, he's tired of it, you know. Um, he brings a really good point about, um, you know, those who, um, you know, a lot of people not voting for Trump in, in response to Donald, um, in response to Obama. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But where he gets a little, I thought, superficial, where I felt like, which kind of really killed the whole argument when he started talking about like barbecue and Kool Aid and stuff like that. I felt like that was really like low, yeah, started, yeah, low hanging fruit stuff you can say. And when you really need to be talking about, like you just said, the systematic racism and you know, the uh, and stuff like that kind of made it kind of corny to me. So, um, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's much more interesting and I believe important. To think about the critique of this 
um, song rather than the things that it does right. And the reason for that is because, one, most people who see this like it, right? Most people who come across this, you know, are probably, you know, think that racism is bad or yeah. accept that racism exists, you know? Um, and, you know, are not being critical enough of it. And I've come across people who kind of see it and just accept, you know, accept it and think that, Oh, nice, you know, well done, whatever. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, we've been talking a lot about the flaws and the, the, well, not flaws, but the shortcomings of it. And I think that, um, us kind of highlighting those, I think are, is, is is more important. I feel like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I feel like the reason why we point out the flaws because, uh, it was a good attempt, I would say. It was a good attempt. Right. And when I first watched, I was like, wow, did we just secure racism? You know? <laughs> like, wow, this is one One video yeah. did it. But I, when I started looking at it, like, when you start, when you just listen to the, you know, the second guy's part, and I'm like, wow, I start to feel like I understand that point because I am black. You know, in person, you, you support black people in the black culture and the struggle. You'd be like, wow, I really agree with that. But there are other things that factor in to what, He's saying it. Other things that factor into what the white guy is saying. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you put everything in perspective and you're like, well, I don't really agree with that. It's not really true. That's not 100% valid, you know what I mean? On both ends, you know? So, yeah. especially how it ended when they just got up and, and hugged, hugged each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt like with that, if you don't think about, you know, breaking it down, then it's a great video, you know? Well, and I would agree with you, Marcus, in that I think it's a good start and I think we need to have. Even though you guys and a lot of people are critiquing it rightfully so for shortcomings of it, I think that's fair. It's These are conversations that need to be had. And I think both sides here are making the argument that you need to clean up your house, you know, black people, white people, whatever, which is true. No race is perfect. We have all these flaws and stuff. But I think we need to go internally and be like, white people need to tell white people you're doing this shit wrong. Black people need to tell black people you're doing this stuff wrong. And yeah. that's not going to solve racism, but there's certain things you got to clean your own house. And I think that's sort of what this song is discussing in a way, but it's a white person attacking a black person and a black person attacking a white right. person. I feel like it needs to come internally, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cause, I agree. Because if you just keep a race battle back and forth, nothing is ever going to get accomplished. But I'm not saying that black people should tell black people, you need to act more like white people. Right. Uh, that's not okay. That's yeah. not what we need. But as far as white people just being inherently racist about stuff, that needs to be fixed. Black people with the drug dealing and all that stuff, obviously, that's not a simple fix, but yeah. that's something that needs to go. And it's not—it's not only black people that are dr- dealing drugs. I don't mm, want—I right. don't think that. Um, but I think the line in here that's kind of interesting—that the black guy, from the black guy's perspective, he's saying, um, "Blame it on Puerto Rico, blame it on OJ, blame it on everybody except on your own race." That's kind of the point <laughs> of this yeah. second one. Is you know, white people, you do stuff wrong sometimes. We do stuff wrong. I'll admit it. Okay, guys, you got me. Right. White people do stuff wrong sometimes. So we gotta we gotta look at ourselves. What can we do better every day? What 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 can we tell our friends, family to do better to just make a people better? Um. So you want me to read what it has on the end here of the yeah, video? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the video, a lot of people are kind of hating on this. It says. We were all humans until race disconnected us, religion separated us, politics divided us, and wealth classified us. What are your thoughts on so that? I, well, yeah. So, I mean, this is one of the more <clears throat> egregious parts of it in my mind because, yeah. um, first of all, the whole song was about race and was supposed to be about racism. So why are you talking about classism? Why are you talking about religion? 
intertwined. I, I mean, I get that these are all related entities and racism and classism and sexism very, yeah. are all connected, right? Um, and capitalism is, is it's all connected. Um, however, you know, we're, the song was about racism. Yeah. So it, it didn't say anything about religion in the entire song. So why, why is this? And the only, I mean, it, it comes up with one of these, like, um, di- um, uh, like a moral. Yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. Like well, wrap it up in a cookie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Thing, exactly. You know? exactly. That's racist. And, uh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, not I'm even kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, and it, it, it just, it's a very, uh, well, I don't know what you're trying to say, but what I would say is the whole point of this little message is doesn't, isn't even really true. Like, I mean, right. We've never all been one, but that unit, I feel like in a way it is true. Okay. In a way, but I feel like them putting that there after the song, it sort of, it, 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 what is the word I'm looking for? It. It played to your emotion. Yeah, you it tries to I mean? make you feel good. Right. And I feel like Anything that is possible. not that is not what the video should, should be have been. It should have been about the thing that they missed out. The solution. Right. You know? They didn't they didn't end it with a solution. Like they hugged after they just basically like ripped each other to shreds. <laughs> right. You know what right. I mean? I'm like, so why are we talking about this? You know what I mean? Like so I, I felt like it would it was just sort of like a Kumbaya moment. Yeah, you know, you're right. It made you feel good, but you missed the point. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, th- this is the whole. This is the whole. I, I, I mean, yeah. The, the 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 problem extends into many fields, and kind of what you're talking about yeah. here. Um, one of the problems is that like this whole thing portrays racism as a big misunderstanding. Right, a, a big misunderstanding a point. between black people and white people, and there are is so much more to the to it than that. Right. It's not a misunderstanding. It has to do with power. It has to do with you know. Um, Flip me off there, man. No, <laughs> no, no. It has to do with power. It has to do with institutional structures, institutional framework for how. It's not about racism. Is not. Well, white people haven't done a good enough job understanding black people, and black people haven't done a good enough job understanding white people. That's mm-hmm. not where the problem comes from. The problem comes from white supremacy, mm-hmm. you know, and comes from um, capitalism too, right? right? So it's both of these problems, and um, it's not going to be solved by black people and white people talking more to each other. It's not. It's going to be caused by a revolution you know it's going well i mean we could talk about the solution yeah, but yeah, I don't know it, it's, it's gonna it's <laughs> good it's going it's going to be fixed by drastic measures and a drastic realignment of power in the united states not from white people being more open-hearted but or does whatever but does time does time just do that like in america time going by very slowly it's happening but there is a small transfer of power. Right. I mean, but it's right. not, not going to happen in our lifetimes if it just keeps con- continues on this path. At this, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I think when we're like 50, it'll be where it needs to be. Mm, that's not that long. Yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like we're almost there. I don't know 20. about that. I feel like we're almost there. 
Mm, wherever yeah. there is, I don't know. yeah, right. Wherever there can is, can we even imagine where there is? Like, <laughs> I mean, that that's one of the things is trying to imagine a new world where there's no white supremacy, no racism. Like, it's well, that's it's, not that's when, not when realistic. I say that. When it, I say that, it's well, not it's not about eradicating mm-hmm. none of that. It's about being able to have a more level playing field because there will be there will be um optical. There will be people with adverse opinion. There will mm-hmm. be people who right. don't like you because. You know, you got long hair, right. you know? So, but the thing is, I think that's okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I think like there can be, I don't know if racism is the right word, but like stereotypes and stuff like that, that's like jokes and funny and all that. I think that can exist, but it can't play into how, who gets a job and, right. and, Justifying, and who marries yeah. who and that type of stuff. Exactly. We can't all be like softies and be like, no, we can't make fun of anybody that's different. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's like basic one-on-one humor in like elementary school is like you make right. fun of the kid that gets a funny haircut or whatever. Right. Like that's just how it goes. Yeah. But it can't factor so heavily as it, as it still does. Right. But we'll see. 25 years. Ma- I'm going Marcus. 25 years, man. <laughs> because think about it, man. The way, the way how things have gone, even though we vote, we get to vote. Okay. You had that segregation period of time, okay? There is only just a little bit of period of time where, you know, we seem like we really can really do things. But a lot of people have done a lot of great things with that opportunity, you know? So just imagine another 25, another uh, just fi- another 50 years, you know? Yeah. You, know, you, you would see so much, you know? It's just, just how the world's been going, you know? It's been very more accepting to the LGBT community. Like I feel like it's probably the the most the biggest step. You know? You can accept that. You can step you can accept anything. You know what I mean? You know, so I'm I'm cool. I th- I think we're we're on the right path. It's tough, but And we'll know. keep talking about it on TMJ. So guys, subscribe. Yes. Okay, cuz 25 years from now uh what do you want to say, Justin? Yeah, I mean, I think the <laughs> other really interesting point that and you know, we've been talking about this forever it feels like. But um the one thing that um, you talked about, which I think is a really good point, is the the ending is supposed to make you feel good, you know? And that's the whole point of this song, I think, is for people to look at it and be, you know, to be happy about it or be like, you know, oh, we can we can get there to this place of racial harmony where, you know, people get along and like... You know, and no, that's not how it's going to happen. You know, it's not. It, um, I mean, yeah. And, and it, and it, when you think about racism and when you think about white supremacy in the United States, you're not supposed to feel good. It's not supposed to be elicit positive emotions, because um, I mean, it's torture for people. You know what I'm saying? So, it, I, you know, I, it, yeah. So you can't, you can't produce this product which is to elicit positive feelings about you know people potentially coming together yeah. about something you know I, I agree with that but i would say it's supposed to feel good if they provided a solution like if he would have said something like the white guy he, the black guy finished the point he kept rebuttal and was like you know i didn't never i never knew that you know because you know it basically put his world in perspective into why he how he got to that mentality of why he thought you know sagging was what you know what right. I mean? or you know what i mean right and then it'd be like oh okay then you can have that harmony because he really does understand that he he really does understand not just saying what you what you want to say if i argue with you 
and you argue with me and I made you feel bad, you made me feel bad, I'm probably not gonna dap you up. You know what I mean? I'm probably mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, you know, I'm just gonna go my own way. Right. You know? So I feel like maybe just for, you know, music video um purposes, they had to do it. But I just feel like people watching it, like you said, the end purpose was the end game was they all felt good and everything was like cumed alive. Yeah. And right. I was like, What? <laughs> Dude, that's not reality. Right. You know? So exactly. Well, that's the other thing is it all. It, I think also the other thing that it inadvertently does is it gives you hope for clan members, Trump support. You know, like I think it gives you this kind of hope that oh, they can be reached. And I'm not saying I that they. So. I'm not saying that they can't. But it's not simple. It's not easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm and not it might not it, even not saying, be worth our it, time yeah. to try to do that. Yeah, you I'm know not what I mean? It's not. I'm just saying that. It's supposed to be a positive ending only if there's a solution, you know? It just can't just be like... Yeah, I, I, I see that point, yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. There's not an answer. I think I think as generations go by, people are getting more progressive on that front where they're more understanding of just people are different and we got to accept it and figure it out than people have been in the past. And I think time, time will heal this eventually. It may take a long time, but... Right. Yeah. All right. We got other topics to yeah, discuss, we do, guys. We only have like yeah. a half hour. I thought we today. only had one topic today. Jesse, do you pay oh, attention to the pre-show meeting? Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to stay divisive here and we're going to talk about Jerusalem. Oh. Um, so our president uh, was that on Wednesday? Stay divisive. Hashtag stay divisive. <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, he gave a speech where his uh, he was like battling his teeth to stay in his mouth, uh, where he discussed he he announced that. He is going to, the United States officially will uh, view Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, and they will be moving the Israeli uh, embassy, United States embassy, to Jerusalem. It is currently in Tel Aviv. Um, uh, Marcus is liking pictures mid, (laughs) Instagram pictures mid-podcast. And uh, obviously the response has been a little bit shaky over there in the Middle East, as it typically is with most things. Um, Jerusalem's a big deal. It's kind of viewed as the holy city for Christians, Muslims, and Jew- Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Palestinians are, they, I think it's the third day in a row there have been protests. I think a person has died. Um, so I don't know. Where do we want to go with this topic uh, well, on Jerusalem, Marcus? First, we got to talk about, um, what is that hat? Why is America, why do we get to say, why do we get to say, you know where the Israeli capital right. is. So, from what I know, what I've researched, and my response to what I've read and researched, is the um, United States has always said they support Israel. Okay, and boy, why? Why do we support Israel? Because America, typically, for the most part, generally, still, is a Christian nation. Okay, so it's dwindling, but that's the point. Um. So, I might have to start preaching a little bit, but... <laughs> there um, we go. So, the East is... East Jerusalem is controlled by the Muslim, Palestinian, mm-hmm. and West Jerusalem is controlled by the Jews, all right? So, America wants to move the embassy to Jerusalem. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jerusalem. and From Tel Aviv. Right? Yeah, from Tel Aviv to somewhat show their support to Israel. 
they won't admit it. They'll say all this rigmarole about how they want to stay in the background. But that's essentially what they're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's wrong because I I don't think they should sit at the table with Israel and Palestinians and say, well, this part of your land is yours and your your part of your land. Is, I, don't, I don't think that. But I do think they should make it known that, you know, they stick with them. And the reason why, because um, – let me. We gotta talk about the genesis of how this even started. You know why? Why did Palestinians believe um, this particular land is theirs, and why did the Jews think their land? So we're gonna go. You're going way back. We're gonna, we're gonna way go back. back, man. We're gonna go back to the beginning of time. Right. So there's this book. I don't know. I, I forget what it's called. Uh, I think it's called the Bible. Okay. So basically, <laughs> Moses. <laughs> I've Moses. Heard, I've heard of this. You heard yeah. of this? Okay. Yeah. So there was a guy by the name of Moses, okay? I think I've seen and, It's a New York uh, Times bestseller, I think. Reading. Yeah, yeah, and he came out of Egypt with a group of folks, okay? 40 years, they got out of Egypt. And God, <laughs> yeah, this guy named God, basically said, I'm going to give you, I'm going to make a promise to you. And the promise is called a covenant, okay? And this covenant was given to a guy named Abraham. Okay, mm. and the lineage was Abraham, Isaac, and then Jacob. Okay, so that's where it all starts. In the and this is all in the Old Testament. So the Muslim they read the Old Testament, and the Jews they read the Old Testament. So this is something that they they both agree with. This is not just the Jews. This is what they believe. So the, the difference is I'll I'll explain the difference here. So Abraham married a woman. Her name was Sarah. Okay. And then he also had a concubine by the name of... Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, you could have many wives plus hoes. Mm-hmm. So, so he had a woman named Hagar. Okay? And this woman would Sounds be... Sounds like the, a softball player. Hagar. Hagar. <laughs> she would be the beginning of the lineage of what you would call the Arab nation. People say he's the mother of the Arab nation lineage. Okay? So fast forward some more. Isaac is born, okay? Isaac marries a woman, and they have twins. Okay? Oh. So they have twins, and then the lineage, this is where it gets tricky, okay? Jacob and his brother Esau, okay? And they are twins, all right? Technically, uh, Esau is the firstborn, okay? But mm-hmm. uh, the father, Isaac, he's favored. Uh, Esau, and the mother favorite Jacob. All mm-hmm. right, but some reason Esau did not. Uh, he didn't value his birthright as being the number one son. Okay, and he was tricked into giving his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of soup. Okay, sounds like a not a good deal. Not a good deal. No, didn't <laughs> happen. Not not fair at all. But. With, I'm saying all this, right? I'm saying all of this just to say that, um, let me fast forward. Let me go back a little bit. Um, God actually said, listen, I'm almost done. Yeah, you're fine. God almost, uh, I mean, he always said that to not, to to marry outside of the, you know, the confines. The, the woman, Hagar, she was in a group, a tribe called 
Quest. The, um, oh, it's a band. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> the Canaanites, okay? The Canaanites. Mm-hmm. These folks were not supposed to be intermingled and married with these folks, but God still allowed it. He's like, all right, cool. But it, en- it ended up costing them later, okay? So Esau married another woman, and they went ahead and had their own little, like, lineage, an Arab nation, and that's how you get the Palestinian, and that's how you get the similarity in the beard and even the religion, you know? Uh-huh. So then you have Jacob, who is still, the, he has the birthright. He's favored by the, you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that's who the land was given to like that. And that's the promise we're given. It had nothing to do with the Russians. It had nothing to do with any other, you know, America. It's just simply a religious uh, belief that the land was given to him. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, with that said... Why does America support Israel? Now, there's a scripture in Psalms that basically says, God blesses Israel, and anyone who supports Israel will be blessed. All right? Now, look at history. The Egyptians who did all, held the Jews in slavery for many years, they were basically eradicated. They were killed. You look at the Nazis. They... You know, we have some racist Nazis, but they were they not no you don't see them anymore. They're gone. No Hitler. You know what I mean? There's there's no force in Germany killing Jews, okay? So that we know of. Right. We do know of that. You <laughs> know what I mean? Right. So therefore they're they Great Britain, there was a time when Great Britain oppressed the Jews. There's only have one colony now. You know what I mean? So anybody who basically mess with the Jews mess with us. Yeah. And they don't really survive. You know, so that's why Jews and people say the the connection between uh, America with all our flaws and hypocrisy supporting Israel is why we have been sustained in power, you know, because we support Israel. OK, mm-hmm. so that is that is basically why all this matters to America, because we still typically believe in that belief. Now, if we stop supporting Israel, we'll see if. All that I said is really true. Maybe we will find a, a, uh, you know, disparity in America, mm-hmm. or we'll see nothing. Right. Jesse, so you okay. respond. So, so you, <laughs> that was that you went was, deep. That, man. that was yeah, interesting. Man, yeah. I went deep. So okay. So the f- the first thing that I think we got to establish, yes. right, is when you say support Israel, right? Yeah. So, first of all, what does that mean? Okay, because I think there's a big distinction between supporting the actual people and citizens living within Israel and supporting the right-wing government of Israel, right? So, the U.S. supporting Israel is almost always supporting the right-wing government of Netanyahu, not as much supporting the actual people. So... Yeah, it's supporting um, their system, obviously. Um, The U.S. gives billions of dollars um, in uh, weaponry, in arms, stuff like that to Israel, um, etc. But I think that is an important distinction, right? Um, The other, and the, the main reason I say that is because a lot of times these decisions that are being made for Israel contradict the opinions and what actual Israeli citizens or American Jews even want. Right. So, um, 
and I, I think that's a big distinction that matters, right? Um, so yeah, I just wanted to point yeah. that out. Yeah, I would say two things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, the only thing I don't know is um, the actual opinions of actual Jews and Palestinians. When I obviously, obviously, it's easy to know that they wouldn't want you know war and they don't want people dying, you know. But you would say the reason why. Um, America is doing it because how how do they support? It's just simply that they would support that Israel would have a bulk of the land. You know, that's simply what it is. You know, if America supports right. that, then they would have the military. They would have whatever they need to defend that area. Now, people say in East Jerusalem with a Muslim, not that all of them are violent or whatever, but they have they they have more danger like they, they have a lot of like stuff going on over there that's dangerous you know um which breathes into this whole terrorism and all that type of stuff but you don't have that in Jeru- in the west of jerusalem you know they're just more like mostly sort of like defending and capturing you know um and i in the 1700s like way back, there was a time when they all coexisted, you know, the Jews, the Muslim, and the Christians. You know, they, you know, I, I was kind of shocked that they were Palestinian Christian, you know. And I was like, what, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, so really, will there be a negotiation after this? Because obviously, America is basically saying we're giving you the key to basically say it's okay to control this spot, you know. Right. So I think I hope that if they, if they've done it before, then they can do it again. You know. Yeah, I mean that's kind of been the big thing right now is that I think I agree with you in that I, the U.S. has always sort of seemed on Israel's side of it, but we've gone to the negotiating table, been indifferent, and said, "Look, like you know, we got to get in there and talk about it and figure it out." So my whole thing with this is maybe this was inevitable. We were always going to eventually, you know, claim Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. I know multiple people have have campaigned on it. I think Clinton campaigned on it. I think yeah. uh, Bush campaigned on it. And Obama. So that's the whole thing is it was going to happen eventually, right? So why now? Why is it happening right now? Why is Donald Trump? Because Donald, it's not Donald Trump's fault that there's there's uh, I'm gonna tell you problems why. in the Middle East. So what's up? What do you think? I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't support Donald Trump. But he's been the most – he's doing a lot of Christian-like things, Okay. The people who supported him, okay? He got a lot of Christian and evangelical people who want to support Israel. And that's one of the things that you can actually do to make him seem like he's actually doing something right. right. You know? So, um, what, I, although I, I do agree with that, you know, that I don't think that's his end game. He want, there's a guy by the name of David Freeman, okay? He's basically just big donor he got, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's like a Christian, you know? And that was one of the things that he wanted to be done. So, it it interwoven with it was also sh- shadiness. Sheldon Adelson. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that's the other guy. Um, yeah, I mean Sheldon Adelson is a Jewish guy who gave a ton of money to Trump. Okay, and wanted this done. All right. And I think he has a lot to do with um, this being done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't like the fact that they do it because he was giving money. You know. 
I don't like that. But I feel like it should have been done. It should be done. You well, know? I mean, Donald Trump is not exactly an evangelical, even though he yeah, no, yeah, he not campaigned as one, be, right? You know. Exactly. So yeah, you get the, where the money is, you got to follow. He's it. clearly not a religious person. No, no. but he, has, he, but he has a but huge. Did you see base. the interview though? He was like, "I'm a good Christian" or something like that. You know, no, I, I was like, you know, yeah. no. nothing else proves nothing. Right, right. Nothing you say shows that. You know, no, so. he's not Christian. Very Christian at all. No, he's, he's got not, he's not Christian. At three all. wives, like fifth, whatever, five kids with three different women or whatever. I mean, come on, yeah, it's a joke. But, um, yeah. Go ahead. I don't really know. I mean, so obviously there's some fallout right now. I mean, what can we expect with all this? It, it doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon. I'm not uh, super optimistic about no, about this. Not it's, at all. It's I, That's something I was kind of wondering is like, okay, Trump made this thing and he, he's done this thing and he's made people, some people happy about it. Um, like I said, it's not Donald Trump's fault that there's problems in that part of the world. And he's not the first president or president candidate to want to do this. Um but it's easy for us in the U.S. to be like, oh yeah, we'll just we'll just move the embassy, we'll just you know whatever, we'll send some of our people over there, stay at the embassy, and we'll all be fine an ocean away. Right. Um, I feel like that's kind of what stop people is. It's sort of our responsibility to be like, look, we need to stop as much conflict as possible. I know that kind of sounds rich coming from the U.S. where we we cause a lot of conflict, <laughs> but when possible, let's try and stop conflict. And you know, this is pretty clearly going to stir up some issues in the middle east right yeah. i mean no none of our allies are with us on this we are alone on an island pretty much doing this well yeah and the u.s doesn't have to live with any of the consequences right. that the people in israel have to live with every day because right. of this decision right, right. yeah uh, did you have something to add no okay I agree. Yeah. yeah so i mean it, it's just kind of interesting because like you know i mean israel was established obviously by zionists you know to try to create this Jewish terrain, right? Where, um, you know, Jews could be free of persecution, could have some sense of self-determination. And I think that a move like this highlights and demonstrates um, the shortcomings in um, Jewish people being able to attain that objective with the creation of Israel. Um, the U.S., um, obviously has a lot of influence over um, Israeli foreign policy, Israeli policy in general. Um, and this is this is one of the problems is that, like, you know, we have um, a, a Jewish state, right? But at the same time, um, it is being, in some ways, heavily influenced by these external actors, right? So Jewish people living in Israel don't exactly have self-determination, let alone the Palestinians that live there that have no, you know, sense of self-determination being under Israeli occupation. Um but you know, I mean, and this is this is to be expected because you know, Israel was created obviously in part by you know, Jews buying a bunch of land in Israel. But Israel's establishment came from the Balfour Declaration, which was a declaration by Britain. So, obviously, when you have something that is established and founded by an external actor, that doesn't provide the framework for 
self-determination, right? For Jews to to find self-determination like they were really looking for. Now, is Israel better than being and living and existing in Germany? Yes, probably. But is it better than is it the end goal? Definitely not. And um there's still a lot of problems with Israel, the Israeli government, um stuff like that. Um and it's interesting. I mean the and the obviously the other problem with um you know Jews trying to establish Israel is that it is coming at the expense of the Palestinians. And my dad went to Israel probably 30 years ago, maybe a little longer at this point. Um, and he had family at the time that was living there, not direct family, but some long cousin or distant mm -hmm. cousin or uncle or something. And uh, I think he's he's dead now, but he was named Abe. And my dad really liked him. You know, he really grew a large affinity toward this guy. That's the right word, right? Affinity? Yeah. yeah uh -huh. Okay. So, um, and, you know, he was describing to him how, um, you know, at this point, or, you know, 30 years ago or whatever, you know, it meant a lot to him that, to Abe, that Jews were now conquerors. And that bothered him, you know, because... Um, it bothered I don't know who it bothered Abe. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, Jews were conquered or conquerors. conquerors. Conqueror. Yeah, right. For taking over Israel, displacing okay. Palestinians, stuff gotcha. like that. And um, I mean, I, I think it's important to think about that and think about the implications of that in, you know, their own fight for freedom, yeah. you know, and um, self-determination. So, um, I think that's meaningful, and I think that this story highlights a lot of the shortcomings of what Israel was designed to to attain. And, I mean, it's interesting because Israel is like a symbol of freedom for a lot of Jews all over the world. But in reality, it doesn't really live up to that standard that a lot of Jews think that it actually is and actually means for mm -hmm. Jewish people. So. All right, anything else to add on that, Marcus? <laughs> no, man, I don't. So, um, sorry. For no, that's good. You're knowledgeable. It's a, it's a little yeah. tangent. Yeah. So. I don't know too much. we got to keep our eye on it and uh, see how they're, they're probably going to be an out, out, like, outbreak. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to yeah. be nasty. There's, you know, um, the Palestinians have promised a day of rage or it's three, three days, days of rage. Already. Yeah, right. So, um, I don't know. In in the, in the broad scheme of things, I think it's a good thing. I think it's not 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 necessarily like a prophecy or anything. I just think that it was something that would supposed to be. But I feel like there could be a way where they can all be in harmony since there had been a there had been a time when it has been that way, you know. So um, we just gotta keep an eye on, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right, so we got one last topic, Jesse. Do you want to get well, into this? I, I was wondering if you think we should scrap it for this week, just because of the I time. I mean, we could go are. over it real quick, okay? Because we probably won't be able to get to it next week. So, uh, okay. Bears Ears National Monument in Utah is being cut down. Basically, President Trump announced this week. Um, President Obama about a year ago um, set the boundaries to be 1.35 million acres in uh, southeast Utah. Uh, Donald Trump is cutting that down to 201. Uh, thousand. Well, two hundred two thousand uh, acres, which is cutting it by over a million acres. Um, Patagonia, uh, the the coat 
you know, producer like North Face sort of, they're suing the Trump administration for it. Um, Jesse, I know this is a story you kind of wanted to talk about. So where, how do you want to take this discussion? We got a couple of minutes to talk about it. You Excuse go. me. Yeah. So, I mean, one, you know, obviously the environmental devastation that's going to come out of this move is horrific. Um, you know, we have... I mean, it's actually great that we had over a million acres of land just designed to be untouched, you know, where, um, well, not untouched because it is designed for people to interact with, Mm -hmm. to explore, but where they wouldn't be massive drilling, massive development. And here we are at this point and it's about to be eradicated. So, or it's about to be decimated by oil companies coming in, fracking companies coming in to um, pilfer the land, basically. So this is a big problem. Um, I think that, um, and, and and it's one that a lot of people see and not pay attention to because it doesn't really directly affect them. It's not like this tax cut bill that is affecting um, grad Everybody. students, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, you know, so, but it's important to pay attention to this because we're not, you know, we're not going to have an earth pretty soon, you know? Um, you know, I mean, it's just in like at the rate that it's going, like the Amazon rainforest is going to be completely destroyed in just, you know, several decades, you know, um, unless we do drastic change, you know? So it's, it's, you know, really sad to see this devastation and we're destroying, you know, where we come from. Well, and it's a big uh, Native American. That's the other part. Uh, of it. it was right. a big Native American settlement area. That a lot of it, some of it is being saved, a very little bit of it. Um, but a lot of it's not, not torn down, but it's not really safe anymore. So I guess the whole idea is it's going to be people, private organizations can purchase it and do whatever they feel with it. Is that the whole deal? Right. Um, yeah, so it's not ideal to me. I think it sounds like a bad idea. Um, but this is sort of it's not it's not surprising. I mean, this is sort of the Republican idea: is government needs to get out of the way and let f- the free market figure out what the free market does. If some conservation company buys it, good for <laughs> them. If not, but the government shouldn't shouldn't protect anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not not a fan of this. Yeah, me either. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, I mean, it's just this is sort of the the whole. You know, Indians have something. Goodness gracious. That's true. I mean, it's not where they're currently living, but it's like settlements from back in the day, and there's like certain um, artifacts and monuments and little significant historic stuff. Um, So, yeah, it is kind of sad. You know, that's the beauty of the. We should take over the Yellowstone Park. And just like well, we do take that over. We do. Nobody can build on the Yellowstone. No, we just build something. You know what I mean? Everybody would be mad about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just kind of it goes back to that whole the the thing that I think people on the left sort of want to go to is just find some alternate sources of of energy you know we don't need to drill into our own ground the technology is there we should just explore that further rather than right. you know decimating our current earth but we'll see i mean there might be something people can do you know call your congress people or whatever and get in their ear if you don't want this to happen i'm sure you can make enough noise but right. um, yeah it's not good not good at all. Not good. But yeah, REI and Patagonia are both strongly against this. Um, and oh, what I thought was interesting was the House Natural Resources Committee, the House of Representatives, used their Twitter account to basically call out Patagonia and say they're lying, um, that Donald Trump's not doing this illegally. So there's definitely some... That's interesting. It's a total abuse of power. The House representatives should not be doing that. Um, 
But there's some legal battles to be had, I think, before this all happens. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on that. You know, keep an eye on Patagonia. You know, if you really like their coats, they're very popular. Go buy a cat Patagonia coat. <laughs> Support them. <sighs> I don't know Je- Jesse how Jesse feels about supporting a big corporation. Are you anti-Patagonia? I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Odds are. Yeah. All right, so Most we only got likely. a couple minutes here, so we got to wrap up. Is there anything All else right. you want to say about bear ears? Or no, no, no. I across? mean, I just, yeah. It's yeah. an important topic. So. Yeah, definitely. Marcus? Cool. No, nah, man, I'm good, man. So, uh, we, we had a great show. We yeah. did. Uh, subscribe on uh, iTunes and YouTube, Total mm-hmm. Mind Jargon. We're on Twitter and Instagram, at Total Mind Jargon, on Facebook as well. Try to get our likes up. Um, yes. Please. Yeah. We try to post every Sunday, once a week. We've the holidays recently have kind of messed it up. We're gonna get back on schedule. Yeah. We so, deserved a break. Yeah, we yeah. br- bringing we got we brought like twelve total episodes out. Right. I, I mean, we yeah. needed a break. Yeah, we can only go for so long. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, fellas. Thanks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> go ahead, Marcus. I'm Marcus, take <laughs> us out. Yeah, Marcus, do it. All right, fellas. No, I'm one of your hosts, Marcus. I'm Tyler. I'm Justin. And this is Total Mind Jargon. Thank you.